0: hey everybody welcome to another episode of risk management an actual play tabletop podcast set in a science fiction universe with killer robots and blood cults as always i am steve spaulding here with my co-host
1: jess kinghorn
0: and this is part three of a um what was supposed to be a two-parter, but uh, has kind of spilled over into <laughs> to a three-part episode. Um, and as such, I think we are going to skip most of the preamble, unless you've got a plug. Do you got a plug?
1: No, I've been doing doing and watching very little the last few days.
0: <laughs> and I will give you the shortest of short summaries. Um, there is a giant robot that kind of looks like Nemesis that kind of wandered into the lobby. <clears throat> <laughs> Caro has been beat nearly to death. (laughs) Again? (laughs) Uh, Again, after she recovered using some kind of weird special sauce that Sylvester gave her, um, which I'm sure will have no negative long-term side effects. Uh Uh-huh. Fester managed to chop off one of the robot's arms. Anders is sort of hanging on for dear life on the robot's shoulder. Um, Caro managed to dodge death. Um... (laughs) Twice, I think, actually. (laughs) The first time, um, she broke her leg in multiple places and will not be able to walk again for the foreseeable future. And the second time, well, I'm going to leave that for the explanation that comes in the show. And beyond that, the last thing we saw was the robot losing its gun arm. And that was because a woman dressed entirely in black in a crimson lined habit just showed up on the other side of the room. She fired a very high caliber weapon and that weapon um, took out the robot's arm. So that's where we are and let's start things up. I want to replay the last few seconds of, of what's happened here because I think it would be interesting to look at it from the perspective that it was not Karo's. So when Karo wandered over into that giant um, circle of light that made her feel warm and protected, etc., if you were Anders yeah. or Fester or anyone else in the room, what you would see is Karo wandering over to a body that has been Gosh. split open at the torso and sort of started kind of putting her hands in sort of the, the empty crevasse that was once this person's um, chest and stomach, and sitting there with a really kind of beatif or a really kind of pleasant look on her face as, as this warmth and this sense of peace passed over her. And guys messed up. <laughs> then a giant Gundam shot her, and that body was turned into, um... I think the word that the, the kids used, is it was gibbed or fragged. <laughs> <laughs> and Karo went flying, and the parts of the body went flying with her, and now she is um, against the elevator. Still alive, but, um... Starting, For to how reco- long? <laughs> <laughs> starting to recognize now that it was not just a peaceful sea of light, but instead the the viscera of a once-alive human being. And that human being was a member of humanity's last stand. So the one that used to be by Necton Boyle is no longer um, among amongst the living. Let's roll initiative again just to see where we're at.
1: Ah! Uh. Yes. The thing about that is... uh, Where are my dice? Where are my dice?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Jess has decided that she's going to be using real dice, um, because the the dice gods have been um, very unkind. Very, very unkind. Oh, don't tell
1: me. Where are they? Oh wait, no, they're there. Cool. So, so I'm, I'm sure using the rng uh is actually technically more fair but it doesn't feel like it so i'm going to use going to use my old trusty dice uh and uh, we're going to see how we get on with that uh basically i'm picking a different uh dice god pa- uh, deity and hoping for the best
0: well i rolled a 3 so so i think you can probably do better than that
1: <laughs> all right which one's my d10 oh gosh okay that's my D10, right? No, no, that's not my D10. Oh god. There we go. Right. Yeah, no, that's the D10. Why? I got an eight!
0: There you go. So so top of the order is arrow. So I'm going to say that after getting its arm blown off, the the robot looks pissed. And, <laughs> and you would I don't know, give me a give me a knowledge roll of six
1: alright what that doesn't make wait 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 it is a d10 it is a d10 I got nothing I got zero on my d10
0: no you got a 10
1: <laughs> oh I got a 10 right sorry Uh, I got a 10 okay and my knowledge is 5 I was, I was like, proper panicking for a second. I was like, that shouldn't be possible! What did I do wrong? Uh, yeah. Sorry. It's just printed funny
0: on my dice. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, no. Um, I would say you have this sense that this robot's probably about half destroyed. That's what your sort of, like, intuition, um, tells you. So... So
1: not hanging around, then. Okay.
0: So, so it's, it's like, it's like at 50% health, let's say that. So that's what you know and you saw its arm explode. <laughs> and if you were to look over and kind of trace that line back across the room, you would see what appears to be a woman dressed entirely in black. I mean like she's she if she's not a woman, she is a very thin man. Um and she is uh, she is in body armor, but it's more sort of like a stealthy kind of body armor. It's less of mm-hmm. the kind of bulky armor that I, that um, Sunday Grant was wearing, and much more of, of a sort of like stealth suit. Um, there's armor plating in on sort of like where the joints are, above and below the joints, but it's not like designed to absorb that much damage. It is designed mm-hmm. to not restrict motion, motion. But it does cover her entire body, and from the distance you are at, you can't tell anything because even her face is both hidden behind a mask and hidden behind the suit, the sort of helmet part of the suit, and hidden behind this sort of like crimson-lined habit-looking thing. Sort of like a nun's habit, but tactical.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm glad that the death ray's basically been taken out of commission, Uh, but but Carrie does not want to hang around. She really doesn't want to hang around um I don't think it's fully dawned on her uh what actually happened uh in regards to the blood magic ritual for lack of a better term would that be fair to say? yeah, that seems fair. yeah, so I don't think she's quite noticed that uh she's to say nothing else she's a lot less clean than she once was uh <laughs> um I think she would like her priority would be like crawling towards the lift still like just getting out of this mess.
0: So, you're like next to the lift. So, if you wanted to like roll into the lift, you could you could do that.
1: Uh yeah, with that with like, you know, uh the whole leg situation trying to avoid uh pain or anything like that, just trying to kind of get herself into the lift and waiting for uh Anders and uh, Festa to do what they need to do on their turns. <laughs> cuz yeah cuz her her like not going in the lift the first time around is why this whole situation has become even more of a mess
0: okay um as a point of reference you it's either going to take you a while to sort of like crawl up the wall in order to be able to reach the the elevator controls or <sighs> you're going to have to try to stand which is going to be difficult i i, I think
1: I think it might even be better to wait for someone who can stand to press the buttons rather than risk actually trying to stand in this state. Uh, I think Caro is kind of like, I don't, like even after everything, I don't think she'd kind of abandon her colleagues <laughs> to just fight uh, the remnants <laughs> of Nem- Nemesis. I'm a bit miffed that, uh, not totally not Nemesis uh, is like 50% damage because you know, I wouldn't mind uh, pulling like a, a Resi 2 on him just keep coming back and again and again
0: <laughs> <laughs> so give me uh, so I think the I think that um, the robot is like not very happy and it's gonna try to throw Anders off of it um, so give me a DC for a I don't know it's probably off balance what do you think mm. you, you pick yeah, it
1: well, well yeah no like uh you want a DC for Grace? Okay, so this totally not Nemesis Gundam thing. It's been strongly hinted out that it's been being controlled by committee, and so not everything is kind of moving as one. Um, anyway, and also it's a little off balance because it just lost both of its arms. I'm gonna say this is a moderate Grace roll, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a seven. I'm gonna say it's a seven.
0: A ten. So Anders gets a 10. Um, and I'm going to say that Anders sort of like, like, lets the thing throw it a little bit, it will throw him a little bit. And he kind of mm. like lands a couple of feet in front of him um, in one of those like three point superhero stances. Not because it's efficient <laughs> or anything, but that's just how Anders is doing things right now. <laughs>
1: That is fair enough, no judgment here. I hear that's really rough on your knees.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I think it's, uh, I think he's making a point. Um, And so Fester, Fester looks worried and Fester is sort of like looks between the robot and towards the place that someone just blew the thing's arm off. And Fester turns towards you in the elevator. He's sort of like dusting himself off. And it's like, there's someone else here. That kind of worries me because she she definitely shot that robot, but that also means that she can shoot any one of us. So, any thoughts on what we should be doing right now? And getting
1: the, the hell out of here.
0: Fester like nods and he he kind of leaps, rolls <laughs> through the legs of of the <laughs> um, the Gundam who tries to kick him but fails and is about a turn away from being able to make it to the elevator. Anders, hearing that you told them to run, um, also decides to beat a hasty retreat. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> and backs backs away towards the elevator and they are about a turn away. I, I'm gonna oh, say that the okay. Gundam tries to kick him though. So give me give me a grace, DC.
1: It seems like quite a hasty action. It seems like a very reactive action. Um, again, I'm gonna say, ooh, let's say eight, eight, Grace.
0: Sounds good. Ten again. So Anders, Wonderful. sort of like the, the leg comes close, but the thing is a little bit too off balance and he just sort of like bounces backwards. And now Anders and Fester are kind of feet away from being able to get to the elevator.
1: Oh thank God! Okay, um, <laughs> we're not home free yet, but we're we're close.
0: And as as you go, you so oh, what can you see from here? The robot seeing you two and kind of like, it seems to someone who's piling it, piloting it, seems to recognize that perhaps you three are not the people it should be going after, and it starts making Good. its way back towards. Um, Helen Doyle's exploded desk, and towards Kevin and Rana.
1: No, there's literally nothing I can do. Like I can't even stand.
0: oh no. um, you still like, have I your could phone. Throw
1: something at this thing. You still
0: have your phone.
1: Can I? Can I hack it again?
0: Can I? Can I for real hack it again? Uh, I mean, like I. It's the top of your turn, and and you hear a voice inside of your head, and. And it's Ambrosia Hunter, obviously.
1: Obviously, I mean, she's she's she, you know she should start paying rent. You know how much she's in my head.
0: So, um, things are starting to get complicated. So I've gotta go. Uh, you take care of yourself, okay?
1: I'm sure I'll be seeing you again soon. Uh, the sniper. You might want to have words with them or one of their colleagues about your friend. Oh, excuse me. Wait, I just need to check just out. Uh, wait a minute. This might be meta knowledge. This might be meta knowledge. I just want to check. I'm not metagaming right now. Sure. Does Caro know that who killed Edith? Or is that just Anders' knowledge? Have it completely... Oh,
0: Caro, Caro definitely knows that Good. that the person who she's seeing right now looks very similar to the person who killed Edith. Yeah.
1: Cool. Then I am going to offer this information to Ambrosia because I think it pertinent I've been waiting the last four days to do this. (laughs) Wait, Um, say again? (sighs) Your friend, Edit, I think she was killed by someone from the Sisters of Perpetual Agony. That sniper works for them. There is a good chance it's them or one of their colleagues. I believe you would want that information, and I believe I owe you
0: that much. She... It's hard to tell that a voice in your head has sort is sort of like pausing for effect, but it does feel <laughs> like she's pausing for effect. Wait. Okay. I Did you say the sisters of perpetual agony?
1: The very same.
0: Oh, this is not great. Oh, alright. Uh we're gonna have to take a rain check. Alright. Talk to you soon. And then you Talk to fe-
1: you soon. Take care.
0: Feel sort of the connection in your brain um, cut off, and if you were able to sort of see some kind of like small vision or sort of like a a kind of like mirage of of Ambrosia Hunter, it is it is very much gone now. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, what's your turn? That wasn't really your turn. That's that's just you talking Good. to the voices. Good. I'm in glad your head.
1: because just thinking really hard that <laughs> yeah. seems a bit cheap for a turn. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, you know, there is some relief there that she's finally communicated that information to someone that, you know, seems to know what she's doing with magic and definitely isn't someone Caro wants to get on the wrong side of in a fight, so...
0: (laughs) I mean, it does Uh, seem like it would be a bad idea.
1: (laughs) I mean, now you're beginning to understand why I haven't given Ambrosia Hunter up yet, because that seems like it would be a very bad (laughs) thing to do. (laughs) Um... Okay, uh Oh yeah, yeah, no
0: I forgot. Um the voice in your brain. Actually, give me an occult roll against ten.
1: Come on, you've not failed me yet my actual dice in the real world. Oh, but you're Are you laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> I got three overall.
0: Wait <laughs> seriously?
1: I got three overall! Like the one is staring at me. Oh and my I god! Swear it's laughing. Oh that's
0: amazing, because that means the only plan. Only plan that your brain is able to process right now, um, as far as escape is concerned. You can still do whatever it is that you were planning on doing this turn. But if if you your only goal right now is to get back to the research lab,
1: cool. That's that's fair, right? <sighs> but I can't let fellow you know cult members. Oh yeah, be no, you definitely by like... a giant chimera. Um... Ah, that's gonna be tricky. Uh, I hope I don't try and stand after doing my next thing. Okay, right, so. She's going to try and use her phone to hack the robot again, because it went so well the last time.
0: So, Um, your phone still has, like, body images of robots, um... And
1: oh, wait, 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 yeah, I'm low on battery, aren't I?
0: Yeah, no. Oh, crumbs! So, you're, so your battery light is starting to go off, you see body images of robots, um, but, but you, you, you're good at this! This is like your thing! You're like, oh, they hacked me, I'm gonna hack them right back! <laughs> so you think that you can at least make the attempt.
1: Yeah, you gotta try, haven't you? Um, you've always got to try.
0: I'm gonna guess that this virus is kind of off the shelf. So let's say that it is a give me a knowledge roll of nine to kind of at least get rid of, get yourself back to your tools.
1: Oh, okay, cool. So that eight, and is it a knowledge? Yeah. Okay, so that is uh, thirteen overall.
0: Oh man, you you do it so quickly. Like you are so angry right now at just the universe, the the universe and everything that you like. Just <laughs> you just do it incredibly quickly. And in fact, you have enough time to do something else.
1: Wonderful, cool. Um. What on top of hacking the robot, or just hacking the just robot? Just hacking the robot. Cool, right? I'm just gonna hack the robot. or, or you like...
0: could do anything else. Like, like basically, you got that for free because you got a critical hit.
1: I really don't want any more people to die. Um, much less poor old Rana. And also, yeah, no, Kevin, that would that would that would. Yeah, that's not that's not on either. Uh, <laughs> maybe kind of like in her mind, it's like, oh, can't let Rana die, and then it's just kind of tacked on. It's like oh, it would be kind of it wouldn't it would kind of suck if Kevin was destroyed as well. Like, because what has he done wrong? So yeah, that's kind of her thought process. Yeah, she's gonna hack that robot. And what did she try last time? So
0: you you tried the core last time. So you can go left or, left leg, right leg, or core.
1: I think it's time to just try again on the core and really hope. That the dice gods are kind to me. I don't want to see those images again.
0: (laughs) Give me a knowledge DC 10.
1: Uh, a knowledge DC of 10, okay.
0: Why? Oh no.
1: Six overall.
0: Your phone turns off. You just ran out of batteries. (laughs) So.
1: I can't do anything else on this turn, can I?
0: No, 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 it's you, you. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um Fester Fester looks like Fester's kind of like dip-dop dip, diving away and he's sort of like right next to the elevator. It's like, are we getting Are we getting out of here? Because I can't go upstairs. Remember, I can't go upstairs. <laughs>
1: I need to go upstairs. Get out of here, man! <laughs>
0: So the plan the not real plan that you decided not to do was going into the dry dock but your brain you believe very strongly right now that that's a terrible idea mm-hmm. um, because you need to get to the research lab
1: mm-hmm. like now I need to crawl there with my teeth <laughs> um.
0: so are we going are we going downstairs like is that what we're doing?
1: Yeah, no, she's very emphatic that they can't do that anymore. She needs to go upstairs, like, yesterday. She really needs to go upstairs. She's, you know, from an outsider observer, she seems quite panicked and quite distressed at the mere suggestion they should go downstairs. She keeps saying, no, no, I need to get back up there. I have to get back up there. I'm not meant to be down here. I need to go back.
0: Uh. Uh. And and Anders, who is also kind of like dodging, is like, "Uh, you, uh, I'm not sure if that's a great, great play. I mean, okay, I'm gonna leave this one to you." And he sort of like ducks under, <laughs> and is sort of like sliding in your direction. And Fester's like, "Well, um, I, I guess this is where we part ways. Then, do you? Is there something that I you want me to do?
1: Make sure Rana and Kevin don't get killed by that monstrosity."
0: Uh, who are they?
1: <laughs> in the, in the office behind the desk protect them protect them
0: you You should see a doctor
1: that's beside the point
0: <laughs> alright <laughs> and and he, he like whips his jacket off and he <laughs> sort of kind of spins on a heel and he goes running in the direction of, of Nemesis with his like sword at his side
1: Caro what have you done <laughs>
0: <laughs> very confident that this is gonna turn out okay um, Anders looks like is I'm just going to say Anders like slips into the elevator be- Beside you and he looks It's like So we're, we're going back upstairs?
1: We have to! I've been down here too long I'm not even meant to be here!
0: Yeah Yeah okay are you, are you, I hate to ask this question Because I know the answer to it But are you feeling okay? What
1: does it look like?
0: Right all right, uh, <laughs> and Anders runs his hand over the over the elevator thing, and it does nothing. A red light comes on.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, I'm guessing Caro still has her. Oh yeah. Well, not her card, but Helen's card. Sure
0: does. Um,
1: Now's probably the time to fish that one out. Well, and go
0: use this. So, well, let's uh, let's uh, that's Anders' turn. Let's get to the top of the order sure, and sure, see what's sure. happening. Um. All right, here's what you can see from where you're at. Two people have entered have entered the room. Two more members of the um, Humanities Last Stand. And these guys look, like, really angry. And they are carrying guns and not baseball bats.
1: Oh, that's not good. That is not
0: good. And they're kind of looking around, trying to figure out who it is that... Destroyed their their baby. A little bit of an inference oh. probably leads you to believe that this is left arm and right arm.
1: Oh dear
0: And as left arm enters, his head explodes. Oh. And
1: wow, what like proper scanner style?
0: Yeah, no, like like it is. He he like steps in and he's looking around and he looks to his left and then he is he is just.
1: He is no more. He is unmade. Blacks
0: of bone. And sort of like you see in your field of view the Sister of Perpetual Agony with a very large handgun in her, in her hand and she looks very angry <laughs> and she just throws the handgun aside and she looks at the other guy who like turn who spins on her with his own gun like pointed Um, at her face. Fester isn't quite there and the Gundam is like trying to like squeeze its way into the back room um, with Rana and you can't really see it but it's like giant so you can kind of see like its leg kind of like it's like leaning over to sort of like squeeze its head into the room and you're not 100% sure why.
1: It kind of reminds me of like okay like meta knowledge i was kind of hoping it would be like that one kind of slight design flaw that's basically a feature in like bloodborne when you're on the bridge and then there's two werewolves but you can run back to a house and they get they can't get through the door so you're just wiping at them uh yes. until they die
0: yeah it's it's a little like that it seems like <laughs> like they're trying to like make their way into this room, but their plan was to use their guns and they don't have a gun anymore. So it seems very, they're not a hundred percent sure how they are going to work this out. Uh. (laughs) And now it's back up to you. What do you do?
1: Oh, well, um, okay. Yeah, no, it is time. It's time to whip out Helen Doyle's magical card take us back upstairs why that's the last place i want to go um but yeah
0: do you like hand it to Andrew? like how, what what does this look like
1: just kind of like wordless and huffy like take this uh, uh
0: okay and he takes the key card and like and he kind of like swipes in front and the elevator door the elevator powers on uh wait, so where are we going
1: I've completely forgotten which floor I was meant to be on.
0: (laughs) Second floor, uh, research lab. Second
1: floor. Cool, okay. Yes, no, second floor, research lab. Let's get the show on the road. Uh, why?
0: (laughs) This seems like a bad idea.
1: I need to go back! I have to!
0: Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm I'm sure you have a good reason for this. (laughs) She really doesn't.
1: She really doesn't. And
0: Ender is like, swipes the card across the, the elevator and it starts to close the last thing you see as the elevator is closing is you see Fester like leap into the air and do like this like spin move in the air oh my god And he cuts, he, like his, you have no idea how his sword is this sharp, but it is like very sharp and it is crackling with electricity and it cuts like a huge line in the back of this robot, like severing. There's like hydraulic fluid and sparks like flying everywhere. And, and it's, the robot has looked way better (laughs) and it's kind of thrashing around and the, the doorway is kind of like, you can see, you can't see this, but like you can sort of sense that like things are like shaking, and the robot is moving in a way that tells you that is not being controlled as well as it was previously. You see the the humanity's last stand guy attempt to shoot the sister of perpetual agony, and then you see his hand break, and then you see the gun hit the ground, and then you see his knee come out from under him. And then you see him flipped over onto his back, and then you see a knee in his chest, and then you see his throat collapse. What? Oh, wow. And it is in the time it takes the door to close that all of these things happen. And then I'm so glad
1: we're getting out of there.
0: (laughs) Elevator starts (laughs) going up. (laughs) All right. Um, I think combat's over, so let's- um, pause there and see what the, the two of them are talking about you you look terrible Anders is sort of like on his, his knee like beside you like inspecting your leg
1: oh if he's just looking at the leg then all Caro is gonna say is I know
0: and and then he sort of looks up and he sort of like sees your face and it's like "What what happened to you also how are you alive
1: it's, it's a big, long, magic-filled story. I keep getting put in situations where magic involved, and it does, it, it I mean, that one an- ended very well for me, uh, I'll admit, but just, just ah, like, she's kind of not sure where to start, and she's kind of just saying, it's a long story.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a long story. Uh, so, so, what's our mission?
1: Uh, well... I need to be on this floor helping Sylvester. I don't know how I'm going to achieve that. Uh, there are a bunch of dudes in here trying to hack the servers. I'm quite literally on my last legs here. I I don't know what to do. I just know I need to be on this floor.
0: that's pretty funny. Because you only have one leg.
1: That, that, yes. That, I'm glad, yep. I'm glad you're right there with me, buddy. Uh, Uh, that is kind of not the point, though. Uh, yeah, uh, uh...
0: And the elevator <laughs> door tra- opens. Oh no! And you're in the wreck area. So what What does the wreck area look like? To, like, like uh, what's going on right now inside of the, the wreck area of the messengers?
1: Okay, um... So someone definitely tore through here at some point. Uh, it's looking worse for wear. Um... But I wouldn't say, like... If anyone's hanging around, it's probably going to be a few stragglers from the messengers. It's not going to be uh, humanity's last stand because uh, the booty lies further into the facility and the wreck area. I don't think would be kind of on their like list of targets. So yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't look good. It's going to need like it's going to need a Hoover. It's probably going to need a dry clean. Uh-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are there any people here?
1: No, you get the sense that someone was here recently, but left in quite
0: a hurry. So, Anders is going- give me a low strength roll.
1: Low strength, alright. Okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, for me to roll, or for a DC for you, sorry? DC for me. DC for you, sorry. I thought so, but I was like, uh, okay, um, what are you attempting to do?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm attempting to basically prop- uh, caro up so that we can kind of move in the direction she's asked us to.
1: That's fair. I'm gonna say, yeah, let's say five.
0: Thirteen. So. Ah,
1: oh, wonderful. <laughs> you could carry me if you wanted. So, <laughs>
0: Anders is sort of like doing this, like, fireman's carry thing. So he has you, <laughs> you over his shoulder. And he seems. This is very
1: undignified.
0: <laughs> I understand that. But we need to move quickly, I guess. Um, and I don't think you're gonna be much use in a fight anyway.
1: I'm really not. I I have given all but everything.
0: <laughs> so he he looks around the the rec room and he just sort of this is I guess the integration center side of the rec room and he, and I,
1: it's yeah it's it's looking even worse than it usually does.
0: <laughs> and he passes through the door towards the messengers proper area of the rec room. Is are there any people like cloistered in here or or are they? All sort of still in the, the kind of sleeping area.
1: I mean, after like everything, all the all the banging and the shooting that's gone on a few levels below, I do feel like if people aren't out actively defending like really tactical, uh, tactically important areas of the facility, then they are hunkered down somewhere and trying not to make a single noise.
0: Okay, so there's no one that if Anders were to look around this area, he doesn't like see anyone. Like, sort no, of. like larger... you don't.
1: You don't see anyone. You don't see anyone hiding. They seem to, you know. It, I mean, it looks. It looks like there were people here, and there were a lot of them at some point, but they have all gone elsewhere. More important, more interesting, with more shiny things in there.
0: Cool. Then Anders just sort of like goes to the side, and and he's like, "Is is I I forgot. Like, it, it's been a while since the tour. Is is the lab through here?" And he kind of points to the door that looks like the lab to the door to to your section of the lab.
1: I'm just trying to like check. There's nothing been uh, like established that would suggest otherwise, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. That sounds right. And he he swipes the card and it opens the door. And in this hallway, you see energy weapon burns. Um, and you're oh, kind that's
1: of, that's not good.
0: <laughs> and you're kind of walking down the hall, and Anders looks to. And that really looks to you, because you're over his shoulder, and he's like, Uh, what exactly happened here?
1: A lot? A lot. I think that's accurate. A lot has happened here.
0: Well, okay. Anders puts you down and leans you up against a wall, and he pulls his his knife from his belt. Uh, I'm gonna leave you here.
1: Oh, okay. Uh... Um, the voice in the back of your head
0: tells you that you have to go. <laughs>
1: Great, thanks, thanks for that but, but you can't you can't I need to I need to go please, please don't leave me here please
0: I, you you're gonna have to explain why
1: I'm guessing the voice is very much like no, you need to go and help Sylvester directly, yeah, yeah
0: no, that's like that's the feeling you get it's it's even less of a voice and more of just this like overwhelming screaming g- yeah
1: <laughs> yeah no she she basically screams, yeah. I, I need to go help Sylvester. He's all on his own. He's trying to protect the servers. He needs me. He needs someone to help him.
0: Oh okay. And we like Sylvester now? That's okay.
1: Like is a very strong word, but I need to help him!
0: Yeah, okay, okay. And and you think Yeah, so. <laughs> he just Give me a social uh give me a social d de- like a high social DC.
1: Okay. I mean, it would be really great if you passed it, but you asked for a high social DC.
0: Uh, I'm trying to convince you using reasoning that you can't fight, but Anders has, doesn't have enough information to really like talk you through in any other way than just saying, this is a terrible idea. So,
1: <laughs> Twelve.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Actually a nine, which is still a failure, but It's pretty close. Yeah, it's not a near hit, though. So Anders is like, you you do understand that if you get hit again, you are probably going to die and you can't walk. And even in your best days, you're not really good at fighting like people or things or pretty much anything at all.
1: Caro very shrilly uh, explains that she understands all of this. But she really, really needs to help Sylvester. Really, really needs to help Sylvester.
0: And Anders gives you like, the most like plaintive, sad look, and he's like, yeah, okay. I trust you. Oh, no,
1: no, don't trust Kara, don't! <laughs> this is and, the one time you can't trust her.
0: And he like puts you over his shoulders again, but he still has his knife in his hand, and it's going to be a disadvantage of one if he has to try to no. fight with you. <laughs> Um,
1: oh we're so dead.
0: <laughs> Anders walks towards the door and he sees Freya sitting sitting there and she doesn't look great and he looks down to her and he's like "Hey, what what's going on?"
1: Yeah, no she um don't you know same as before, she she looks pretty downcast because and she basically tells you that she lost. She doesn't initially offer any more information than that, but um She's just kind of, you know, two words. I lost.
0: Yeah. Okay. Don't worry. I, I I'm gonna take care of this for you. Okay.
1: Um. She kind of looks at you like, kind of wide-eyed, like, um, <laughs> I wouldn't. Kind of thing. That's kind of what her voice, her her face is communicating. Uh, just a very general sense of, um, I I really wouldn't.
0: <laughs> Anders looks to Caro now, and he's like. I mean do we really need to go in there?
1: I'm so miffed that I failed this role <laughs> because because I'm guessing the voice is very much like come on it's just a little closer you just need to get in the room you just need to go there um I'm guessing the voice is very insistent yeah like, absolutely you're so close you need to go yeah, yeah it's
0: even more insistent now that you're like right there
1: yeah no i I, I guess you would kind of been be a little bit uh a whole library of various expressions and metaphors is just offline (laughs) um and it's like great when i really needed you um yeah she's she's very very insistent that that they go in that room i'm sorry i don't know what's happened (laughs) yeah yeah she's very insistent that they go in that room um she's more or less but not quite kind of like basically kind of like flailing like her uh, wrists and she's kind of like um flailing flailing her fists and kind of going no we need to go in there sort of thing oh gosh (laughs) I can't describe anything it'll it'll come back it'll come back I can't describe anything
0: he he looks down to Freya and he just sort of shrugs his shoulders alright uh I'll get someone for you don't worry about it
1: at this point she kind of like stands up and like grasps uh Ander's arm and she's like you don't have to don't just just don't like you know she's trying to say something but she can't quite finish the sentence but she is very quite she's very insistent and you can kind of see that she's not able to kind of like Put weight on one of her legs, and she's not using one of her arms. Like that arm's not moved on its own uh, during the entirety of this conversation. You're not quite sure what her injuries are, but you're getting a picture.
0: Anders, Anders can't deal with this anymore. Like Anders's level of stress has increased by by a significant fraction, and Anders sort of like even slightly rudely, um, but but it's out of a sort of sense of like he just can't do deal with it emotionally. Kind of like, like put like puts his hand on her shoulder and like kind of like pushes her to the side not like hard but just sort of like like
1: enough enough
0: and he's like we'll we'll talk about this later i just don't have time for this right now and he he like slides through the door so on the other side of the door (laughs) here's what you see you see you don't see anything uh, well, let's say Anders sort of sets you down because he's sort of very confused by what you say, what, what's happening here. Sunday Grant is standing um, with her like arm, like kind of gripping her arm. Like she has a pretty big bloody wound in one of her arms. And Kieran looks no worse for wear and he has that rifle of his unslung. And Sylvester oh, just sort of like looks miffed. <laughs> And sitting, there's a chair, and sitting in that chair is a guy without a mask who used to be wearing a cape, and he looks like he has been beaten half to hell.
1: Oh no, did we just walk into a torture scene?
0: (laughs) And, but there's only one guy there, and you distinctly remember that there were two people. Okay, And right. Do you look around the room?
1: I mean, if Carrot can, then, yeah. uh, yeah. Um, she's naturally curious and-
0: Oh, there's been a- We'll
1: look at things she's not meant to, just instinctively.
0: There's been a big fight here. There are, like, laser burns all over the place. There's, like, things that have been thrown around. Like, Like, stuff looks like it happened in this room, but you do not see another body. You do not see any bodies in this room.
1: What, what, what? Oh God, Carrie, you just had to insist that you go to this exact room and at this exact moment. You just had to insist. I mean, you really
0: had to, but. Anders <laughs> sort of looks around. It's like, uh, what's happening here? And Sunday Grant turns on him, and her eyes are sort of like burning. It's like, what are you two doing here? And she doesn't even look at Anders. She looks down at you. And she doesn't look happy.
1: Is the voice still screaming at the back of my head? And what, sure. Is it saying
0: anything? I mean, like, you're here now, so you are you feel a lot more. You feel a overwhelming sense of well-being now that you're here.
1: Um, An overwhelming sense of well-being quickly replaced by an overwhelming sense of dread. Yes,
0: that is definitely <laughs> fair.
1: Um, Okay. And the voice isn't actively saying anything right nope. now, is it?
0: Nope. Okay. Now Great, that you're here, you're good.
1: <laughs> it's quiet now. It's quiet now.
0: Sylvester's also looking towards you, and he seems interested in what the next thing you're saying you're going to say is. His hands are folded in front of his chest. His like lab coat looks a little bit like like disheveled. He doesn't look quite as put together as he usually does, but he seems like very interested in the next thing you say.
1: I got the strong impression that I should come back and help. <laughs> and she's not even sure as she says it, like, you know, but she, you know, she can't think of a good lie, and she was very much compelled to be here to help.
0: Yeah, I, I guess we're supposed to help. And Sylvester looks over to Anders and says, I don't know why you're here, but can you not speak for a few moments? That would be great. And Anders looks over at Sylvester and he twitches towards his knife and then he's just sort of sighs and he's like yeah whatever let's make this quick then he looks back to Caro I asked you to do one thing for me and where have you been for the last 10 minutes
1: <laughs> Okay so there is um you know, for a very brief beat, Caro is speechless, because there's, there's no good lies what's just happened. Uh, but yeah, then she does kind of say, well, I walked down the corridor that you directed me to, then I found myself in the lobby. And I've had the ever-loving shit kicked out of me ever since then.
0: <laughs> Wait, you found yourself in the lobby?
1: I don't understand it myself.
0: Well, I do, and... Um- that's kind of strange. And he looks over to Sunday, who looks very upset, and he's like, It's fine. She... It was an accident, I guess? Well, we, we don't really have time for those kind. We don't really have time for accidents right now, Sylvester. Yeah, I understand that, but... I don't know, maybe she can help us here. I I sincerely doubt that she can help us. Ka- Caro dear you you would like to help yes. us wouldn't you
1: Yes that's why I'm here
0: Then why don't you get off the floor and come and see me
1: I uh, I would but I I can't stand uh that's why my cousin is here he helped me all the way up here
0: her, her legs pretty badly broken and Kieran looks over to you and just lets out the world's most exasperated sigh coming from an (laughs) android (laughs) and he like puts the safety on his rifle and he like touches a button on its side and it powers down and he walks over towards you and he like (laughs) effortlessly pulls you to to your feet and it hurts really bad even though he's trying his best to keep like the weight off of your leg You are going to have a negative one disadvantage to any role going forward while you are sort of in this standing position.
1: Okay. (laughs) So long as I'm not taking damage because I do not have health points to give.
0: Uh, No, you're fine. And he leads you and Anders over to the guy in the seat who has been strangely silent this entire time. So let me bring you up to speed very quickly. This man was trying to break into our service with his friend, who got in here because he has one of our keys. Now, there's a couple of questions we need answered. Question number one is where he got that key from. Question number two is what was he looking for in this room? There's also the, the general questions like who he's working for and why we shouldn't have him killed, but I, I suspect those will come with the rest. So we've been having a hard time getting this information out of him. We thought that perhaps you might have better luck.
1: Oh god.
0: Oh, there's one other thing. His friend is no longer here, and he's taken the keycard with him. So if you do not feel like um, helping us here, you could always go hunt that man down. I like to give you choices, so what would it be?
1: Seems obvious to me, I'm in no shape to actively hunt anyone down. So that doesn't seem like a choice I can take on this
0: occasion. Sylvester looks over to you and he's like, There, I could do something about that. But the strangest thing, my machines have stopped working.
1: Oh. That's all she says. Like, like, that's all she says. Keep it simple, don't add unnecessary details.
0: (laughs) I'm sure you have no idea why that is Sunday seems like itchy to start (laughs) back Uh, on on this and she's like so we're we're leaving this to her I your talents would probably be best used elsewhere don't you believe I I don't believe but you're fine I'll go look for him if I find him, though, and she just leaves that hanging, and and goes storming off, and Karen just sort of like drops Caro, and Anders and just quickly <laughs> um, has to like move over to to kind of like keep you from falling, and it hurts real bad. And Ow. then Karen and Sunday Grant are gone. Cool. So.
1: Well, I have a strong feeling I know what's going to happen to that poor sod.
0: So, I don't, this isn't really my specialty, so I'm going to go take care of some business in the other room and I will leave this gentleman to you, too. Right. Take care of yourself.
1: I shall do as best as I
0: And. Sylvester turns and he walks into one of the side rooms and he is gone and it is now you and Anders and the man on the chair
1: Right Uh Anders? I'd like to begin by having a conversation with this person Does that seem like a reasonable beginning of a plan?
0: Yeah, no, that sounds great You want me to get you a chair?
1: Yes, please Yeah, that'd be great
0: Anders gets a chair and and kind of sits you down in it and he sits across from you as well. And he has his um, knife in his hand and he's sort of just sort of staring daggers (laughs) at the guy in front of him. So the way that this is going to work is that you can do, I'm going to let you do, you can do anything you want, but there's going to be three broad categories of actions that you can do. You can try to observe the person to try to find out things about, like, what their body language is, how they are reacting to what you are doing, um, etc. You can ask a pointed question, which is basically what, what it says on the tin. Um, Or you can try to coerce information out of him, which is using information you have gathered previously or a threat of physical violence to try to get him to tell you something he might not otherwise tell you. So you can pick any of these three actions and after you do one, then he's going to react. And Anders is also going to be playing, so. Fair enough. So I'm going to say you can be at the top of the order. So go for it.
1: Oh, goody. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the first way to begin is to observe who I'm talking to, uh, what kind of day they've been having, but also kind of trying to work the steely glare and just letting the silence sit very uncomfortably. See what that does.
0: So give me a perception roll of seven.
1: Cool. Uh, oh wait, no, no, no! The hypno talents for actual stealth. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that is a six overall.
0: He looks uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> that's that's fair.
0: So he looks over to you and then he spits on your shoes.
1: Ah, one of those.
0: <laughs> I want out of
1: here. This isn't a voice we recognize, is it?
0: No, you don't recognize it at all. I want out of here right now.
1: Can Caro respond to this, or...?
0: Anders looks over, and he's like, Yeah, I mean... We don't really care if you're here. I mean, like, we'd let you go. Like, your dudes down there are really tearing stuff up. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Oh, okay, so you're like... You're one of those guys, all right? Okay, so you're just gonna be, like, silent, and we're gonna have to, like... (sighs) <sighs> Caro <laughs> He doesn't have words He just looks over to you
1: okay, So I can observe, I can ask pointed questions I can What was the other option, sorry Try to
0: coerce information, but you, in order to Coerce information out need of him You need
1: information to get more
0: information right. you know? or, or a threat of physical violence
1: Which I'd like to avoid, personally <laughs> um, I'm just weighing up my options I'm just playing scenarios In my head uh, strong silent types. It's always why does it have to be a strong silent type? Um...
0: <laughs> have you? No, I guess you haven't. So never mind. I'm going to I'm going to make you actually work for this information. That's fair. <laughs>
1: That's fair. Ah, oh, gosh. Okay, probably start off simple, then get complicated. So she says along those lines. Great. You need something. I need something. Maybe we can help each other out. You want to get out of here. I've been tasked with getting some very particular information from you. Maybe we can meet in the middle somewhere.
0: That seems very unlikely.
1: I had a feeling you'd say that. Uh, but I, I always try and be nice first, you know?
0: Listen. You two look like you're in over your heads.
1: So do you at this point.
0: The way I see it. My guy could be anywhere in this building. He's got one of your cards. And let me tell you, he is a difficult person to find when he wants to be. And all you guys have got is a woman with one leg and a man who looks beat half to hell. That and your robots.
1: Well, you'd be surprised what those characters can pull out of the hat.
0: I've seen them try. Anders looks over. Alright, what's your name? Do you have a name or is that like another one of those things that you don't want to tell us because you're all tough and whatever? (laughs) Listen, fella. You know I can't tell. Any name I gave you wouldn't be real. So why are we even bothering? Yeah, you make a good point there. And he looks back over to Kara. (laughs) Social of one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um... Like part of me is kind of really wanting to pursue that name idea. <laughs>
0: you can. <laughs> the, there's there's no reason yeah. you can't.
1: I mean, because you know they're using fake names.
0: <laughs> I mean, you you definitely have to give me some reasoning though, and then I'll give you a roll. Exactly,
1: exactly. She starts talking again. It's like, yeah, all right, fair point about the names. I mean, any names we gave you probably wouldn't matter to you. Um, but I I bet there is quite a lot that actually matters in your life. I mean, why else would you be here? I bet there's quite a few people on the outside that would, you know, miss you if uh, something were to happen to you. Maybe someone very, very special, someone that looks up to you.
0: Listen, darling, I know what you're trying to do, but it's not gonna work. You've got nothing on me. I know that, I can see it in your eyes. You don't even want to be here, do you?
1: Well, neither do you, but... We both find ourselves here, and, uh... With nowhere to go, really. Uh, unless one of us just keeps talking.
0: I mean, all I've got to do is wait. It's just a matter of time, really.
1: Funny, that's what I was going to say.
0: And he looks over to Anders. How much? Do you think that woman and her robot... You, you really believe she's gonna find my guy, don't you? Actually, I kinda do. And I'm just gonna put this out there for you. If if she finds your guy before we do, she's gonna rip his arms off. And that might sound like hyperbole, but but I'm pretty convinced it's actually true. I think she will actually rip that man's arms off. And Anders looks over to to him, and he just sort of he kind of like turns his head to his side, and he he kind of looks back over to Kara. Huh. Okay.
1: Yeah. No. Throughout the whole like Sunday, will rip his arms off. Kara was just kind of like nodding, and kind of she had a you know that look people sometimes get like when someone's saying quite something quite horrible, but it's true, and the other person is like, yeah, I saw it happen. <laughs> nice kind of expression. Um, and they're just kind of nodding because they've got nothing to add it's just yeah it's as horrible as it sounds uh, Sunday's terrifying
0: so so I'm going to give you I'm going to give you pieces of uh, and I'm probably going to cut this out but I want to give you a couple of Fair. pieces of information that you have that might be useful to you so you know that there have been so this guy definitely you see a discarded mask and you see a discarded cape around this guy it's one of those and you know that both of them were wearing masks and capes of the humanity's last stand. You know what is happening downstairs with humanity's last stand. That's information you obviously have because you were there. Yeah. Um, you also know all of the things that you learned um, in the first session of the riot. You don't know what was on the like birds, but you saw the birds and you saw all of the things that you saw in that first session. I don't want to give you too much, but no, of course. And you also. Remember the conversations you've had on the phone previously. Yeah. So, all of that information could potentially be useful here. So, just something to keep in mind.
1: Cheers. <laughs> I mean, that opens up a few avenues. There were a couple of avenues. I was like, do I do I go for that one immediately, or do I just kind of suss this out first? But yeah, okay. I mean, y- you say you say our girl's not going to find him, but um going around in that cape, in that mask. I mean, yeah, he could take them off. He could, but... I mean, people that don't belong here kind of stick out like a sore thumb, really.
0: Yeah, they do. Which is how I know you don't belong here.